Welcome in to Defeating the Curse. DC Trifecta was on the docket for tonight. The DC hopeful, the faithful, your boys here at Defeating the Curse and everywhere throughout the DMV were hoping that the Caps, Wiz, and Nats could all pull out a win. Some of us even got some money on it. I personally got uh, the, the parlay bet in with uh, with Stevie and with Razzle. So 100 bucks in pays out 1800 But, of course, the Wizards do what the Wizards do. They have officially gone down 0-2 in the series, looking like an absolute dumpster fire uh, in the process. The Capitals are not looking great 2-2 with about four minutes left, and we'll be updating that one throughout the show. The Nats look okay. Uh, they've Overall, the season has been uh, a little bit of a... Um, well, it hasn't been the best to start. I mean, they're sitting below 500, trying to get to 500 tonight. The Mets have kind of owned them so far, but right now they're looking okay at uh, up 5-2 going into the uh, the top of the ninth. So hopefully at least one of our miserable teams, the one that's playing for nothing essentially, the Nationals, is seemingly the one that's going to win tonight. Um, the Caps are in big trouble if they lose tonight. The Wizards are in medium to big trouble. Um, but before you get my take on it, um, LP, you watch this game. You're the you're the you're, you are all things wizards. This wasn't a good game from start to finish, and and Canada's on the podcast too, and we'll get to him in a second, uh, and his thoughts and and Drake's thoughts on the you know the dinosaurs. But LP, you watch this game. I watched this game. I didn't see a single person or a single thing that made me believe even remotely a little bit, just a little bit, that they have any chance to win this series anymore. I'm completely reversing where I was just a couple days ago. I think the Wizard done in five if we're lucky, but just put us out of our misery and drop in four. But um, what were your thoughts? I mean, it was I don't understand how how you said this is a medium uh, anything here. This was an absolute nightmare tonight. Um, Anytime there's a DC trifecta, you can pretty much guarantee it's 0-3. Anytime there's a DC trifecta, pick any team, it's going to be 0-3. This Wizards team played absolutely awful today. John Wall, Bradley Beal with the quick fouls. And we talked about this on our on our uh, season preview or our, our uh, playoff preview show where we said if Ty Lawson has anything to do in this series, the Wizards are in deep trouble. Ty Lawson was the best Wizards player that played today. And that's not a good thing. That is not a good thing. The Wizards were completely, absolutely flat. They uh, allowed Toronto to score 130 points. It's like 78 points at halftime. No defense. Scotty Brooks looks like he's completely checked out, waiting to get fired. This team is an absolute mess. I I, I don't see how you can come back from this. It it wasn't like it was a close game and, you know, they lost in overtime like the Caps do every game this series. It wasn't wasn't remotely close. The Wizards brought it to five in the fourth quarter. That doesn't count. The The Raptors' stars were not in the game. Um, the Raptors had 16 players in, in double digits today. I mean, it's ridiculous how how bad the Wizards' defense was today. The there was a little bit of a over. there was a little bit of a silver lining because if you looked at the stat line going into halftime, I think the Raptors had 70 what 76 points or something going at halftime. If I told you they were going to hang 76, I would tell you at, at, in two quarters, I would have probably assumed that the Wizards were losing by. I don't know, 25 or 30. They were only losing only losing by 17, I think, at halftime. 
Um, I don't care that they brought it back. I don't care they closed the gap. That means nothing to me. It was this was a bad showing from start to finish when they had to come out and just they had to look better. And it's very to me, it's very reminiscent of the Boston series last year. Now that wasn't a first round series; that was a second round series. But they came out flat and they came home and they gave us all kind of false hope. But frankly, they were playing much better basketball against a to me a better team. Like the Raptors aren't like they are an overrated number one seed in my opinion I don't think I don't believe they're the best team in the Eastern Conference but I mean they got us as the eighth seed and we we really we're playing like we don't deserve to be in the playoffs at all whether they're not whether they are or, or they aren't the best team in the Eastern Conference the Wizards are playing like the eighth best team in the Eastern Conference so it doesn't really matter you know how good of a team the Raptors are that's fair the Wizards are playing like absolute garbage I mean you can't you, uh, game one, I, I mean, I guess was was okay, but there has not been no. A it wasn't okay. It wasn't okay, and we didn't talk about it. And you and you told me I was crazy for getting on Twitter and and getting on our our little uh, chat and saying what I said. But John Wall cost them that game. Period. John Wall cost them game one. That that fourth that in the fourth quarter he had maybe five or six why possessions. John Wall. Why isn't no? That it's on John the, Wall. It's John Wall on, because on there was the six possessions was back to back to back where your boy came down. Either was playing, it was trying to get a foul at the rim, which they're not going to call in the playoffs. He took bad, ill-advised shots. He didn't run the offense. Like he cost them that game because they were absolutely in it. I see Canada nodding his head. So before I get really, really pissed off, uh, let, let's let's bring in Canada. You know, let's get your thoughts on on the first two games. But let's go backwards. Let's talk about the 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 spanking that the Raptors put on the Wizards tonight first, and then let's get your thoughts on Game One. But first, let's talk about. I mean, the Raptors essentially played a perfect game tonight. Is that correct? Yeah, I think um, two two games in a row now um, put up a, a good number. But I got to tell you guys, like, this is what they've been doing all season. It's just not been watched by anybody outside of Canada. <laughs> but I will tell you this. Your two best players can't be like a combined minus 49. Like, Wall and Beal cannot be on a plus and minus that bad. John Wall scored 29 points tonight and still was a minus 15. You've got some real problems with your starting lineup, and I would guess if you have any chance of not getting swept, uh, Scott Brooks is going to have to get Gortat out of that starting lineup and probably some, go really small with Scott because that guy was the only like silver lining in, in, in the last couple of games. But um, like I said, like this is something I'm not surprised. I do want to... Uh, you know, remind you guys that I called a Washington-Toronto playoff matchup. I thought it would be a f- like a four, you know, like um like a, th- a two two seven or three six matchup. But I didn't think like I don't think um, DC on paper is an eight seed, but the way they're playing right now, they're definitely proving to be an eight seed. It's it's uh, I'm a bit surprised. I thought it would be a bit closer games, but this is pretty crazy. Interesting you bring up the, the Gortat thing because there's a meme going around on Twitter where John Wall and Gortat are absolutely livid at each other, fighting with each other, yelling at each other, and Bradley Beal just has his hands, his head in his hands, like, oh my gosh, this is happening yeah. all over again. You, you know what, it though? is not a good look. I was at game one and I was watching warm ups at game one, and it's as if John Wall is playing on a different team. 
No one's talking to him. No one's dapping him. Like he's shooting his free throws on his own. He's like dribbling on this corner while the rest of the team is just messing around. It just looks like there's something going on there that maybe they can't get past. Because I feel like that's like starting to feed in. Like I think maybe he was overpassing in game one, getting his own stats. And then today it was just classic John Wall, just putting up numbers and leaving the rest of his teammates in the dust. So, I don't know. I think there's, like, I don't some know how that's classic John Wall. I don't know how that's classic John Wall. I completely disagree with you. I, that, yeah, I, don't, know if, I don't know if it's classic John Wall, you but he's rusty John Wall. You're not watching Wizards basketball. If you think that's he's classic. rusty so, so John Wall. And Gortat has been a disaster yeah. for the better part of two seasons. So, I'm not surprised yeah. to get no production out of him. I'm not surprised about the poutiness. I'm not surprised about running up and down the court you know, basically seemingly lost. I mean, he just wants to hang around the, the charity stripe set picks. And if it's not a, if it's not literally a layup at the, at the rim, he's not going to score. Okay. But he was even missing goals today. I, I like, know, I know, ridiculous. I know. But, yeah. but again, I, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to John wall here. Okay. This team, like uh, maybe, maybe Brooks, Brooks has to change something up. I, I don't think he's yeah. going to change too much of the lineup, but I think he is going to change the minutes. Uh, Ty Lawson, like, I, I mean, he played. He played okay. Like he, he wasn't the problem tonight. Yeah. Um, I, and, I think, and, and and people have been screaming about Sadoransky for the past two months, but we've been talking about it on the podcast for a while that he's really not the answer there. No, he's I not. I mean, he's not a true point guard. And and you the cannot and, run and the playoffs. Offense. You're not going to get the fouls that he was getting. He's not going to get. He his his numbers were always padded because he spent so much time at the stripe. He's not going to get those calls. That's why, personally, again, I'm gonna go back to game one. They had a they had a shot to win that game, a legitimate shot. You know, they looked they at times they looked like even the better team. That didn't happen tonight, but definitely during game one, the Wizards looked at times like they were the better team. And John Wall just he doesn't need to do everything. This is where you you want him to slow down, trust his teammates, and if you're gonna go to the basket, you gotta dunk the ball or make sure you get a call. You can't go soft. You know, and, and and play for something that uh, is a regular season foul that they're just not going to give you. And it happened on multiple like back to back to back possessions, and then they start slinging around and shooting three pointers. I'm like, damn, this is this game's over. I've seen this one before. So it was disappointing coming out of game one. They came out super flat in game two. I mean, it, you can't go down twenty something points in a playoff game. You just can't do it. And the Raptors, like, I'm going to talk about uh, just about the Raptors here for a second. Like their their big three have been, or their big two and a half, or whatever we want to call them, they haven't changed much. Okay, like to, we said this a, a few weeks back. Like the teams kind of mirror each other in that, like their their ramp up or their runway to where they are have really been very similar. Like the parts haven't changed a whole lot. They've really, you know, they had a chance to blow it up uh, last off season. They decided to double down. Lowry decided yep, to come yep. back. Right. So these yep. teams aren't that dissimilar. Health is a big difference and and frankly they play uh, their, their different style I, go ahead that's the they're, only difference though so the only difference like honestly i was talking with my friends while we we're watching the game and i was like this wizards team reminds us of last year's raptors team and and vice versa where i feel like this raptors team yeah same players kind of same personnel core guys core all-stars but they're just running a whole different offense like Dwayne Casey will win coach of the year only for that reason forget the 59 wins forget all that stuff it's going to come down to the fact that he got DeRozan to learn how to pass and shoot threes and he got Kyle Lowry's minutes down 
and you're still getting production. So I, I think that's the difference. I, I honestly think that I'm watching like nine, you know, 2017, 2016 Raptors when I'm watching the Wizards, Bradley Beal and and uh, John Wall try to figure things out on their own, right? I'll, but, I'll tell you what the difference is. The Raptors went out and, and brought in pieces to complement their stars, to complement yeah, Lowry, DeRozan. Yeah. The benches, I mean, how many players uh, is, is your coach plugging in? and They played all 13. Shots? Every yeah. single guy on the lot roster played a minute today. Like, it's pretty crazy. And it's not garbage minutes either. Like, a lot of them were in real, like, fourth quarter minutes playing. They play all 13. They've been playing on average 11 guys all season, and that's the difference. They've, they've saved the legs. Like, Joe, you're right. They're not injured because they don't play as many minutes as they used to. So they've started to take up that, like, San Antonio style of save your guys till the playoffs and save their legs and see what you can do. But consistency is key. And these guys, they, yeah. you know, they, they haven't been injured. They've played really well. I mean, everything, it, if the Raptors play like they did tonight against anybody, they win. And and yep. I don't think that I don't think this performance is easily replicated. Um, I also don't think that the Wizards will lay down in Game Three. I think they will get a little bump. I I stupidly expect them to win. By the way, for those that are following the Caps, we are in overtime and it's not looking good. Um, I stupidly think that the Wizards will will go out and win, um, but it's all false hope. Like they're not playing well enough to get past the Raptors in a series. They're not going to win four of six. I, I just or four of. Um, four or five or whatever. The, um, I can't do math right now. Like they're not going to come out and win the, the, what they have to win to get the, the series um, and move on there. It just looks bad. And to me, I'm going to keep going back to John wall. Like, you know, if you felt like you were rushing him to come back, which some said he was being, he wasn't being rushed to come back. Well, this is why you rush guys back because you want them to get real game reps at real game speed, not in the playoffs, and he only got a little bit of that ramp up. And frankly, they played like crap the last like handful of games of the season anyway, including that loss to Orlando. So I'm not surprised that they're struggling. We said that too. Like if this team came out and won, beat the Raptors in five, we wouldn't have been overly surprised. We would have said they were one of the best uh, talent-wise eight seeds that we've ever seen, and they really were more of a four or a five seed. And if they came out and lost, we, would, we wouldn't be surprised because this is DC sports and this is what happens. And it's going to be because John Wall isn't game. He's just not 100%. And this is where Bradley Beal, and I know he won't do it, but at times this is where you want him to be a little bit more alpha and go and say, like, give me the ball or I'm going to bring the ball. Like, the guy that, that always did this was Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce, when, the, when things weren't going 100%, it didn't matter that Rondo was the point guard or whoever the other point guards were. He would go get the ball and bring it up himself. Kobe did the same. Okay, I'm not saying that Beal's on that level, but these guys, I mean, LeBron does it all the time. These guys would go and they want the ball in their hand. They're going to they're gonna try something different. The Wizards didn't try anything different. The, the nothing changed. They were trying to run. They were trying to to run their offense around what the, the the Raptors were showing defensively, as opposed to just running their offense, which is pretty good, you know. But uh, I mean, Michael Scott's got to get better. Gortat's got to get better. I, I don't know. I I don't know where they're gonna find an additional fifteen to twenty points a night. But this isn't looking good for the Wizards. Mike Scott has been okay the first two games. It's it's not on him. It's the Kelly Oubre's who's putting up six points a game. Where we need him to play big, big time. I mean, it's just—it's all around. It's—it's it's everybody. But Bradley Beal cannot score nine points, and you guys expect to win. Like, it—it—it comes down to your best players playing their best ball in the most important moments, and it's just not happening. 
there is a, a pretty good adjustment where they put Lowry on Beal to chase him around the court and be physical with him. And it seems like he's shying away from that physicality. So, again, adjustments have to be made or this thing is done. Um, you know, the other thing I was going to say that I think is is quite important to do is, like, the first game, DeRozan was cold. He dropped 37 points today. Um, so, like, they've got to start figuring out how they're going to lock down. Or, again, it's going to just be a runaway train. Like, I, I don't see this, like, not even being overly confident, but I do agree with you guys. The Raptors are kind of been the same they've been all season but unless you guys come up big there's no way you're going to beat the raptors three times at home when they've only lost six times all year at home well and, in the and next frankly, four games if jan right? mahimi is going to give you 12 you're going to lose like he shouldn't be playing yeah. 15 minutes a game scott gave him 20 um you know john wall obviously we talked about him 29 but gortat you know zero points zero assists three rebounds yeah. 12 minutes i mean LP can go out there, FP can go out there and just stand still and get three rebounds. <laughs> uh, you know, Otto Porter, 12, uh, Morris, 6. Like, Mar- Markeith played 28 minutes. You know, he put up a 6-4-1 line. Like, there's no, we got no shot at any of this. And and to your point, you know, DeRozan went for 37 in 37 minutes. I mean, you talk about efficiency. The guy, I mean, 37-5-4. and four, But, uh, I, I mean, the, there's, some, there's something that resembles balance. And, Kyle, I mean, Lowry didn't have that spectacular of a game. He did have 12 assists, which was unexpected, you know, but this, I mean, what, Mina, do you think, do you think that the Raptors will win game three? Um, I think in the first three minutes, you'll know if, um, if they come out like gangbusters, like they did today and just blow, blow up in the game. Yeah, I do think they're going to win game three. And if they win game three, it's going to be a sweep. I think your chance to like extend to five will be game three, the first three minutes of that first quarter, because if you don't show it with your starters, your best punch, then I don't know how who's going to come off your bench and do that. You guys are really going to think like Ty Lawson and Mike Scott are, are going to carry you to a, a playoff win. There's no way, right? So I think, um, yeah, three minutes. It, it's it's remind. Do you remember the series from two years ago when you guys swept us? It was like an overtime win in game one. And then game three, we put up a fight. And then once we lost it, we were like, that's it. It's done. Um, same kind of feel this time, but just kind of reverse teams for some odd reason, right? Well, I mean, the Raptors are the the Raptors right now are the better team. LP, you're not saying anything. Uh, I'm assuming you're <laughs> you're still distraught. But what, what's going on with you? What I mean, do you think the Wizards will win Game Three? I think the Wizards will win one more. I, but I mean, what does it matter? What does it really matter? Give them one game. Give them two games. They're not going to win the series. Series is over. The Wizards have a really bad team. Three times. Yeah, the Wizards have a bad team. I mean, that's the end of the like that. That's the season's over. Like that's it. I mean, we we need to be looking at what's to come next season, and Ernie's really got to be held accountable for this because yeah. this is a disaster that he created. He decided not to make a trade at the deadline. He decided not to bring anybody in. He decided to bring Ty Lawson in at the start of the playoffs. I mean, come on, that's ridiculous. Like it, he needs to be held accountable. Well, you have Jody Meeks. Like, I don't know how that happened. No, like, Meeks I, I don't understand. Meeks is suspended. These are garbage players. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, how does that guy end up on the roster anymore? Like, it's it is some bad roster moves. Well, because the thing they, is, because like, they signed because they extended. They they maxed out Porter. I mean, we got three. Yeah, we got yeah. three, three max guys and one super max and two max guys. Like that part, you, know, you can only do so much. But you, I mean, now but, but now you got to move Porter. You know what? I haven't watched a lot of Wizards game, but I really thought Porter would be dominating a little bit more 
and showing a little bit more force in this game. Like I remember him being like a nightmare on DeRozan and just his length and just his, you know, ability to just uh, like lock down DeRozan. But he's been pretty quiet. Like I feel like he's not being involved at all in the offense. He got the first shot of the game and I can't remember him scoring again. Like it just felt like that. Um, I know he got 12 points, but they were just unmemorable. Like there's just nothing to, to stand out. He can't score on his own. I mean, he's he's a wing player. He can he can hit the shot, but he's not really a max player person. No, I no, mean, no chance. But, but, yeah. but the Wizards did what they thought was the right thing to do. They let him test the market. He went to Brooklyn. They they, they gave him they a, a max offer sheet, and so they matched um, yeah. because they didn't want to lose talent. Because who were the Wizards going to sign if they didn't bring Otto Porter in? Yeah. So well, I think it's like, one of those things they were put in a corner. You know, you know, when you say like it doesn't matter like about this series, what is going to matter is about the future of this team. Like they're going to have to make ultimately a decision between John Wall and Beal and put like all their chips behind it. Because quite honestly, when John Wall was off, this was a better team. Like it just it doesn't oh, look like that no. same team that went on the run. No. I don't know, guys. I don't no, know. He gets maybe, numbers, maybe but he's not winning. Maybe individual players played better, but they had to. They're not. They are. There's no chance I'm ever going to buy. That they are a worse team with John Wall, they're not. They're not. Co- they're not very cohesive at the moment. Um, he's trying to do too much. I, I can accept those, but no. Th- this team. He is the best player on the team. He is the one untradeable asset. Beal is a close one untradeable un- uh, untradeable asset. But you know, you look at this roster. If you got to move Porter to get DeAndre Jordan, if you got to move. Um, you know, Uber That's not and a bad Porter, idea. You, you move whoever you got to because this team. You know, we're well, not. I think, I think DeAndre and Jordan's opting out, and Gortat's coming off a contract, Gortat's so you might done. even just have it there, right? Gort, so, Gortat's finished. He's, yeah. He won't be. A I think he's retiring. Show, so. Yeah. No, he said he's going to go back to Orlando or Phoenix. Any, anywhere that's not a wizard, I'm fine with. I, I, I've i had my fill. He's been nice to us. We know he listens to the podcast. It's no hard feelings, but on the basketball Orlando's court. Orlando's the graveyard of, of old centers. That's where Bismack is hanging out, too. So That's where he started, though. I mean, that's where he hey, started. At this point, give me Bismack over Gortat. <laughs> on a I mean, max contract. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, look, let, let's let's get off of this depressing series. Um, and let's talk a little bit about the, the NBA playoffs at large. Is there one team yeah. that really stands out that's really impressed you uh, so far, you know, first couple nights here, first couple games? In a weird way, I can't believe what Boston's doing. This team is, everyone was trying to, like, lose their last few games to match up in that seventh seed. And right now, they're beating Milwaukee, Again, with nobody. I don't know who's on that team that's actually carrying this team. They've got a like they've got a just like a fifteen point lead. Yeah, it's unbelievable what they're doing with Horford and a Rozier, like and and a rookie Lintayton. This is amazing. Where you've got like Bledsoe and arguably one of the best three or four players in the NBA on the other side, and still nothing. Like I can't believe this. It's it that's a surprise to me. Like, yeah, if it was with all their players and and you know everybody was healthy, then you'd be like, yeah, they're a real number two seed, but this is crazy. Like that that coach over there knows what he's doing. Yeah, Brad Brad Stevens is a stud and we we, we saw him up close and personal last year. Um, you know, our friends over at that's the right, Celtics yeah. over Easy podcast, we had them on and they they were always singing his praise. I mean, he can coach. He can coach us to maybe one yep. or two wins. Um, you know, playing three on five. He <laughs> he knows what he's doing. 
I'll tell you, for me, the story that really, I mean, Philadelphia is a very interesting story, but in that series, nobody told Dwayne Wade that it's 2018 and he's 500 years old because he, coming off the bench, is looking a little bit like the Flash of old. And it's yeah, kind of but... it's kind of amazing that that somebody with his stature and his uh, like what he means to that city to that team. You know, LeBron trades him. Obviously, he he leaves Chicago to go play with LeBron. Then LeBron trades him to uh, to Miami at the trade deadline, and he he basically says, "Yeah, I'll come in off the bench." And you know, he didn't go the way of Kobe saying this is this is it for him. I think he's got one more in him. Uh, but frankly, Vince Carter's got one more, and he's forty two, I think. 41. Yeah, yeah, yeah so probably he's saying turning. he's got one more too. So Dwayne Wade has been really, really impressive. Um, you know, I don't even want to call him an old guy because I remember him as a rookie, but he's been playing, I mean, incredible. And, you I know, mean, and the Pelicans, the Pelicans have really surprised me too going into uh, going into Portland and stealing a game. I didn't, I didn't think they had that in them. That, that's a dysfunctional team. That's the Wizards West. I didn't think they were going to go in and do that. Yeah, again, another team that has this great backcourt, you know, and then doesn't show up in the playoffs. And it's becoming like I I love Damon Lillard. I think he's fantastic. I remember him hitting that game winner against Houston a couple of uh, seasons ago in the playoffs. But again, uh, uh, these weird um, surprises from these under like underachieving teams that come to the playoffs hungry and all of a sudden there's upsets everywhere. I mean, like. Obviously, Anthony Davis is a beast, but still, like, who else is on that team? I dare you to try to name three guys after Anthony Davis on that team. Um, there's nobody. And again, pulling out big wins on the road, it's it's unbelievable. Um, Isn't Ja Rule on that team? <laughs> yeah. LP, any surprises in the NBA playoffs so far? I think everyone's been on the, the Philadelphia bandwagon a little bit too much. Um, I agree. Uh, everyone's been picking them to maybe represent in the East, and everyone's talking no, no, about no, the no, Eagles no. and Villanova, and you know, finally it's Philly's year. But uh, Miami's not backing down, and and like you said, Dwayne Wade is playing like he's is in his twenties again. Do we think? Does the anyone is, is like, anyone buying that the Pacers could actually beat the Cavs? No, but I also <laughs> think that we we have to give them some props for for showing up, like Victor Oladipo. Um, you know, he had a axe to grind with Dan Gilbert and that comment he made about OKC getting the better of the uh, the Paul George trade. And I think he just took it to them and just reminded them, like, this kid can play. Like, he's arguably the most improved player of the year. Um, oh, so, there's no question. There's yeah, no yeah, that, question. I mean, he just looks so much more athletic. He came in shape. He's worked on his shot. Like, yeah, he's carrying another, another like, one-star team that you can't really name a bunch of other guys. And a huge road upset. So guess some of like the next generation of NBA players are starting to step up now, except for Miami where it's like Dwayne Wade. <laughs> no, another thing about our, um, the Pacers there, literally one year ago, the wizards told, told Bo buckets, you're a liability on defense and we're going to keep you on the bench. And the Pacers are like, Hey, go cover LeBron, go cover the best player in the NBA. Just to see the two franchises and how how different they are, I couldn't stop it's thinking of you. It's LP. saddening. I couldn't stop thinking of you as I watched you know your beloved Bo Buckets. Just, I mean, he, I think he finished with like sixteen points. And a I think steals. that's the, he was guarding LeBron. I yeah. know, I know. 
And you guys lost today by about that margin. Like you think if you had one other guy that could contribute and be your third scorer who can make his own shots. No, no, um, well, they didn't lose today. I mean, Bo Buckets wasn't going to win today. But it, I mean, if they get a little production out of Morris, if they get anything out of Gortat, if they get anything out of Beal, this game is a lot closer. But playing from behind, like the the the, I feel like if it was reversed. And the Raptors were down twenty something or twenty two. I don't think the Raptors like it's very. There's very few teams that can, that can really rally and and close that kind of margin. It just doesn't happen. I mean, the Cavs can do it. The Warriors can do it. The Rockets can do it. You need exquisite. I mean, you need like incredible three point shooting and lockdown defense. Neither one of these teams really. You you're not going to say either one of these teams does that consistently or very well. Um, so I mean, when you're when you're that far back, the amount of energy it takes to climb back into it, it's the same argument. Like this is an zero and two series now, coming back home uh, to DC here. Do we really expect them to to rally and win four? I just don't see it happening. Like it takes so much energy just to win two, to get back to even. And by then, you've seen everything in their playbook. You've seen everything in theirs. Like th- that's what's so amazing about the NBA playoffs. Like you you run out of plays after about yep. three and a half games. And then it's really about skill and just yep. will. You know, so the last yeah, the last round of adjustments will be in game three and then that's it. And then you're just playing each other straight up and you've kind of seen everything each team's thrown at you. So it is just gonna come down to talent and like pretty much who can execute. And again, I haven't seen any indication right now that um, this eight seed Wizards team is is you know outplaying that seeding. Like I I just I don't see it. Now something could drastically change and Beal could go off for like thirty eight or forty or something. But other than that, I just I just don't see it. Like I I there and I, and I think it's all more on the defensive end. I mean they still put up hundred and nineteen. Like that's that's a big number uh, in the playoffs. But again, nothing on defense. They, it, it's like a turnstile in the post. So as long as there's no nobody guarding the, the net, it's going to be the layup drill. Yeah. yeah, and here's the thing: I, I'm I'm a big, you know, you guys know me. I, I'm a homer, right? And so I'm I'm <laughs> Mr. Optimistic. But let's be realistic here for a second. The Raptors actually did not go full throttle the whole game. I mean, they certainly no. let off, and they still scored 130 points. No matter who was on the Wizards team, they were going to get smoked by the Raptors tonight. Yeah, you know, I got to tell you, that's the part where the young bench and the inexperienced, because if you look at the numbers, your bench outplayed our bench by a lot. All of the only players in positive, like plus minus, were your bench guys, and all the players in negative were ours. So it's that young, you know, that young inexperience of keeping your foot on the pedal that I think kind of let this game cut, get it like a little bit closer. And then when the starters came back in, it was just put away again. Um, but uh, I got to tell you, like, Again, we don't want to get overconfident because we are still Toronto and we still have to prove ourselves in every round. And again, there's that beast waiting for us that we haven't been able to slay in a LeBron. So we got to see what's going to happen. So we can't look too far ahead. But again, it's really looking like it's a one-sided situation, like kind of from two years ago, but reversed. Is there a Toronto sports curse? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Leafs have it won since the 60s. Um, but I, I got to tell you something. Canada curse. It's just Canada. No, but I, I do want to tell you something that's really uh, thick. If you had played your parlay, you, Stevie, and Razzle, and picked the three Toronto teams tonight, you would have won $1,000 because the Leafs won, the Raptors won, and the Jays won tonight. Did you put money on that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, right now we got the Wizards obviously lost. We got the the Nats won, and the uh, the Caps. We're gonna leave you here in a few seconds, but the Caps and and Blue Jackets. Fourteen minutes to go in OT, and uh, it's tied at two two. Uh, I mean, LP confidence level that the Caps are gonna win this game. No, I mean this is game three. I, I think the Caps squeezed this one out. I, I think the Caps are a much better team than. Uh, Columbus. I mean, if you look at like playoff experience and all this kind of stuff, the Ca- I mean, throughout the series, the Caps have actually been the better team. Just uh, the w- typical Washington D.C. curse thing, where you you outshoot the team fifty to twenty and still are outscored five to two, or whatever it is. It's five just four yesterday. Terrible. Typical DC. Terrible. All right. Well, let's put a bow on it. Let's uh, let's recap here. Um, Wizards stink. Raptors win game three in D.C in a few nights time and uh i think we'll be back on right after that game so uh for lp for uh, canada our boy up north in north mexico thank you both for coming on uh my name is joe thank you so much for listening to defeating the curse we will be likely back with you in about 30 minutes or less to recap the caps uh the caps blue jacket so stay tuned fp's got a lot going on and a lot to say he's uh he's very angry on twitter and on the on the text message machine right now so we'll keep you posted there but thank you for tuning in wizards faithful don't lose hope we still have a chance but probably not this year uh again for canada for uh, for lp thanks for listening this is dtc wizards go down 0-2 to the raptors for now we are out